think you're better than me? I think I'm better? Like you're never 15 minutes late, Emily? Get out of my face. Todd. That would have been me. Todd. <laughs> if I was Todd, I would have lost my GD mind on everybody. We bend your ear. Stories about us. Stories about you. Huck Finn, Peter Rabbit. <laughs> this is Earbender. Oh, yeah. Earbender. I'm your host, Alexi. Welcome Woo! to Earbender. Hey! Yay! This episode, I'm going to give you three Reddit stories. Then we're going to predict the outcome and find out if we were right. <laughs> oh, gosh. And, and, and we're going to do another second date update on oh. Let's See What the Algorithm Brought Me with Elva and Brett. Oh, new Bob, people. Bob will surely play an excellent Elva. <laughs> yes, yes. And I was born for the role of Brett. So perfect. Now, mm. without further ado, the woman that's never had a double pipe classic, Bubba! Wait, what? What? You don't know what a double pipe classic is? Is that a skateboarding term? Um... I did one in second grade. No, it's not a skateboarding term. I did one in second grade. It's when you fart and burp at the same time, obviously. Okay. First of all, you don't know me. Maybe I have. (laughs) We just met. Good point. So like in second grade, man, I thought I had everyone beat. Yeah. Because when you fart burp at the same time Uh in the middle of class while everyone's just reading, you know what I mean? Everyone's super quiet. I th- and everyone laughed afterwards. Literally, uh, obviously. Obviously. But I thought they laughed just because, I don't know. The silliness of the human right. body. No, no. I was just, that they just heard the burp that they didn't hear that both happened. Uh-huh. That I was like hiding it with the burp. Wait, did you plan that? Were you like, oh no, I got a fart, but I can't let everybody know. Hey, are there people in this world that can plan a double pipe classic? I've never dabbled myself, so I I don't know. Those would be Olympians. Okay. When I was in high school, I was in math class, and there was, no, this is somebody else, uh, Max Allen was asleep, and he farted so loudly in math class that he woke himself up. (laughs) (laughs) He was voted most likely to succeed. Love this guy. Oh, he's great. I wonder what he's doing now. (laughs) Bob, are you ready to see what the algorithm brought us? Let's do it. Since robots choose what I see, let's see what the algorithm brought me. This is Let's See What the Algorithm Brought Me. It's the part of the show where we spin a fake wheel and talk about anything from movies to YouTubes, from TikToks to music to Instagram ads. Spin the wheel, Bob! With a date, 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 date. Date, 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 date. Yeah! That was my best one, yeah. Second date update with Elva and Brad. This comes from a morning show called Hawkeye in the Morning. This is a show for someone that has a good first date, but no second date. The radio show reaches Mm. out on their behalf to see Mm. what went wrong. Okay? Oh my gosh. Can you imagine being a person who gets a call? I know. Some of these people take it so well. Right. You know? I'd be like, I I gotta go. They probably had a little time to freak out from the producer, and then they're gonna go and do it. Oh, that's true. You can pick up the script behind you. Oh boy. Whoa. This is a a multi page. (laughs) Oof. 
Whoa, what's my motivation? Second date update, <laughs> Alva was talking. She was out with Brett and had a great first date, but there was no second date. The show sees if they can help her out. They ask Alva how she met Brett. So I was about to go on Tinder one day and I came across this super cute, all-American type guy who I don't usually fall for, but I was kind of like, you know what? I'm feeling good about this. So I swiped right and we went out on a date. He matched to meet too. We went out for a margarita and taco. And that was fun. Great conversation. Lots of laughs. I had such a good time on this date. You said he's super cute, all-American type guy, and you don't normally go for that? Um, I tend to go for skinnier tattooed drummers, like Tommy Lee. A rocker look. Yeah. And I don't know. There's just something about him. He just had, like, a really nice energy to his Tinder profile. We had a great time, and I just haven't heard from him since. Did anything go wrong on the date? We always ask. I didn't think so. You know, like I said, we had great conversation. Lots of laughs. I I don't know. All right. Well, let's bring him on so we can figure out what's going on. See if we can't get you a second date, okay? Okay. All right. We got a hold of Brett, and he's agreed to come on the air with us. So, Brett, do you remember going out with Elva? Yeah, of course I do. Well, you know, she said you guys had a great date and she really enjoyed her time with you, but she said she never heard from you after that. She asked us to give you a call on her behalf. Okay, yeah. I mean, Elva was awesome. She's great. She might not be my type. You know, I think I might be looking for something a little a little different. Why would she not be your type? It, it's not bad. I mean, she's a great girl. She's she's a little on the dark side. She's like She's like into goth, you know, like like gothic, I guess. Purple hair, and she wears like a lot of skull jewelry, like uh, pirate skulls. Yeah, this is this is real. This is real, Bob. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Okay, no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to break character. Didn't you know that though when you swiped right on her? She said you guys met on Tinder. Didn't you see this look before? It just looked like dark hair. It didn't look purple. You didn't notice the jewelry or anything. Was that not in the photos? I mean, I didn't pay as good of attention. She's got a really pretty face. She's really sweet and a sweet personality, too. <laughs> it's just the style. She's got a weird, I mean, not weird. I mean, d- different. <laughs> she has a different style than I'm used to. You just feel like you're not a good match. Yeah, well, I mean, not right not right now. Maybe one day I'll, I'll be goth, too. <laughs> You're just going to turn gone. Just going to wake up. keep with it. I'm getting sidetracked. Well, here's the deal. Like we said, she asked us to call you on her behalf just because she thought the date was really fun. She had a really good time with you, and she's actually on the other line. Can we bring her on this conversation just to hear your thoughts on the date? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Put her on. Let's let's get her on here. How are you, Brett? I'm good. I'm good. It's nice to hear from you. Yeah, it's good to hear from you, too. Yeah, you're not the first person who has commented on my style, and I was kind of afraid that was a problem, but I didn't want to say it. I've been thinking about doing some kind of makeover. I'm a grown-up now. I feel like the dark purple hair is a bit much, but I don't know where to start. You know, my natural hair color is light brown, but the dark purple has been a part of me for so long. I love my combat boots. I love wearing all black. Like, I, I really don't know where to start. Yeah, well, I'm no makeup over specialist. But it's who you are, and and who you are, you're, you're amazing. 
Whatever you feel is good for you is is good for you. Well, I mean, you know, I think if we went on the same date and I changed my vibe a little bit, I think the date would have gone flawlessly and you would have wanted to go on a second date with me. Yeah, well, I mean, how to how to say this? Like, don't change for me. Don't change for anybody but you. Maybe it's not you. It's it's just the match. Maybe you're absolutely right. Like, I'm into you. I definitely think you're really cool, but uh, that's an extreme level of your style that I'm just not used to. I think, I think I've come to a place in my life where I might be ready to change my style a little bit, so I think it would be something that I would want to do for myself, and you kind of helped me realize that, if anything. I do appreciate that. I, maybe we should give this another shot. What do you think? I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> and this is not contingent. Let me make this clear. Right, Brett? This is not contingent on her doing any type of makeover. This is just you wanting to hang out with her a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I'm all about it, so I, I don't know, like, you know, butterfly, caterpillar, you know, maybe you just <laughs> arrive right at the right butterfly moment. So I, I don't want to miss out on that. <laughs> well, we want to pick up the tab for date number two. We'll send you guys somewhere nice. So you just kind of hang out again. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, that sounds good. Thank you. <laughs> 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 they don't talk about this part, uh-huh. but the reason why people go on this show is because they're not able to get a second date. That means she had to have called Brett a few times. Right. He's not picking up. He's like, ah, she's the goth girl. And now that he's put confronted with her, yeah. he's like, you know what? I feel like like Brett was forced to confront his own biases in very real time because he's trying to use all the proper language like he's about to call her weird and then he's like no 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 no, not weird different and then and then he's about to say you know you got to change except you should only change for yourself like oh Brett you almost you almost had it on your own Why, why are you getting so down on him this is incredible he used the teachings on himself I know he had to be in this room to do it right but this is not typical but it required the catalyst of right. not publicly being shamed because right. nobody was like wtf brett what yeah. are you saying yeah, yeah, yeah. but just he had to literally be called by somebody else and be like oh <laughs> i guess i am being unreasonable well maybe we all need to be called out every once in a while when we feel like we're in a safe place you know on public radio <laughs> on public in front radio. of everyone <laughs> i wish we should start doing that we should just have people call in and like it doesn't need to be explicitly dating okay like hey did your co-workers say something just a little weird to you <laughs> like, let's call now them that up you mention it put them back put them back on the right track it's not mean nobody was giving Brett a hard time <sighs> but bro was just like well and the caterpillar and the butterfly I know. He's like stumbling over his words to come up with it. And you know, Ooh. you know, metamorphosis and stuff. <laughs> metamorphoses. <laughs> I read Kafka. Sure, Brett. Sure. Are you ready to listen to a story? Yes. Or three? Three story three for one. No guts. No glory. Gonna tell us a story. Gonna tell you a story. That minor in acting finally paying off. Okay, pull up a tree stump. Grab yourself something <laughs> hot to drink. Bob, I'm gonna give you three Reddit stories. So there's going to be updates to each of these. So okay. before the update, we'll predict the conclusions for ourselves, see how we track. Got it. We'll be expecting everyone to do the same at home as well. Boyfriend won't stop telling her that she smells bad. That's Oof. the story. Here Oof. we go. I'm, al- I'm already mad. 
I've been with my boyfriend for over a year and everything's been great except mm-hmm. for one thing. Every single day, at least once, he'll tell me that I stink or smell like B.O. That's a body odor for anyone that doesn't know. When we met, I showered every day, applied regular deodorant in the morning, brushed my teeth three times a day. Now I'm so paranoid about my smelling bad that I shower at least twice a day. I apply Ooh. new industrial strength deodorant every few hours. I have a reminder on my phone. Whoa. Perfume and I brush my teeth anytime I eat or drink something that isn't water. I feel like I'm going crazy. I didn't think I was smelling bad at the beginning and I don't think I smell bad now, but I obviously smell bad to him, right? I'm the weirdo that keeps sneakily smelling my own armpits. I've been at the doctor and he said there's nothing medically wrong. It has honestly gotten to the point where I literally shove my armpit in friends and family's faces (laughs) asking if I smell bad. They all say I don't smell like B.O. at all. One friend even said I smell too clean like a lush store. (laughs) I'm getting so paranoid he won't cuddle or anything when he says I smell. I really don't know what more I can do. That's story number one, Bob. Whoa. What do you think is going to be the update on this story? I'm glad to hear that she put it in front of other friends and family and wasn't just relying on on his opinion. She's litmus testing. She's checks and balancing. She's really getting in there. So my conclusion, then it's a him thing. Oh, dude, I just saw this thing recently. There was this woman who can smell the onset of Alzheimer's. (laughs) Isn't that wild? Like she would like she was like she was like my husband is smelling really funky. This is so weird. And everyone's like, we don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Years later, he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. She went to like an Alzheimer's support group and yeah. she walked in the room and she was like, oof, this, oh. this is it. So now they started using her as like basically like drug dog sniffer. Like who's they? Doctors. Like she, oh my like they, she, she helps with research. And so they like were testing her. They put her in front of 20 people. Yeah. Some that had Alzheimer's and some that didn't. And they were like, oh, wow, she she almost had a perfect score, except for these two people that she said had Alzheimer's, but they don't. Those two people oh, no, got Alzheimer's years later. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, so, Where did you hear this? Is this TikTok? There's a 99% chance that it was TikTok. <laughs> go on, go on. So, so. So, assuming any of that story is even possibly sure. maybe true, maybe this dude is like- Maybe this lady has Alzheimer's, <laughs> is what you just said. Or maybe it's something like that. Maybe he has some bizarro hypersensitivity That's that awesome. nobody else does. I love this. I love what you said. Like, let's go back to reality for two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the obvious answer is that she has an obscure disease and he can sniff it out. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one with this problem right now. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's obviously a him problem. Because we're talking to her. This is what I always do when I give advice to someone. Somebody and uh-huh. I'm talking to them, they have to change their ways. So that's the only, oh. I'm not making her the victim in this moment, but you. instead I'm just talking to her and saying, if everyone thinks that you're not crazy except for this guy, then he's the crazy one, right? Yes. The, the numbers show. <laughs> Update. Okay. So unexpected edit. I waited for him to make a comment this morning so I could talk to him. Oh, he makes one every, every day. day. Like, oh, that's all she had to wait for? At first I thought it was going to be like a pet name. Like he calls sure. me stinky and I take it personally. <laughs> ah, right. That's what I was totally yeah. thinking too. Oh, I should have said that too. It was less than an hour after waking up that he said, God, you stink. 
I had already Ooh. showered and put on deodorant. I snapped and asked what exactly he was smelling because at this point, I'm one of the cleanest people on the planet. <laughs> and if I still smell bad, then we should just break up. I can't believe it's taken her this long to snap, by the way. Oh, like, This yeah. is crazy. A year of this? Oh, my goodness. Oof. He got all panicked and upset. I eventually got out of him. This is what his father always said to his mother. Apparently, his father what? told him that- it, this was a surefire technique to have a woman never leave you because she will feel too low to cheat, will only love you, and will always be clean. <gasps> Needless to say, his father is wrong. He's packing his things and moving out of my house today. The Whoa. end. <laughs> so a straight up psychological warfare. Oh my God. God. Hey, stinky to the hilt. I almost have no commentary. You know I do. Everyone uh, I almost sign have... up for my uh, email list and tell me if you got that one right. Because I did girl. That's bonkers. Just real quick. Yeah. I'm really glad that he's gone. Good for you, girl. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Absolutely. Easy answer. Story number two. Okay. My best guy friend just told me he's in love with me. Two oh. days before my wedding. Whoa. Oh, the timing. Oh, okay. I've been with my fiance for three years, engaged for a little over a year. My best friend and I have known each other since my freshman year of college. We are in our 30s. This morning, I woke up to a long-ass text message from my best friend that he sent around 6 a.m. Basically, it was him pouring his heart out. He said he's been in love with me for years, but always hoped that I'd end up breaking up with my fiance and finally noticing him. Oof. It's not a good start. He asked me to call off the wedding and run away with him. I said, I need to, it said, I needed to tell you before it was too late. I just felt gross and sad. Mm -hmm. I have no feeling for him beyond platonic love. I've drafted a response and deleted it over and over. I haven't even told my fiance. I don't want to have him to worry about me so soon before our wedding. I know I need to, but I don't know what to do or how to phrase it. What's worse is he's become my fiance's friend as well. I'm also pretty pissed that my friend chose an unfortunate time to cause me such distress. There were many times over the years he could have just bucked up and told me how he felt, but waiting until right before I married? Like, I would have just canceled my wedding and leave my fiance because of a goddamn text? <laughs> I wanted to tell him not to come to the wedding. I can't trust that he wouldn't try to pull something. Which nobody does that anymore. They're like, if anyone here, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I don't even know if I want to talk to him again. But the thought of losing my best friend is heartbreaking. Hell, the thought of not having him at the wedding is really painful. He's put me in an uncomfortable, impossible situation. I wish it wasn't on me to deal with his feelings for him. I wish he had either stopped being friends with me when he realized us ending up together would never happen or had told me a while ago. I don't want to kick him while he's down, but I need to make clear that I have no feelings feelings for him. The wedding is still on and I don't want him to attend. We have been friends for over a decade. I've been crying over this all day. I feel almost disgusted knowing that this whole time he had an ulterior motive. How do I even go about dealing with this? I'm supposed to get married in under 48 hours. No, she does do like a quick little edit before the update. Mm -hmm. And it's, I'll be showing this text to my fiance after he gets home from his brothers. I won't say anything until he's here with me. Okay. Okay. Because I'm back and forth on it. Like, uh, should she give, like, tell the fiance? And with 48 hours, if roles were reversed, yeah, I'd have to tell you. 
I'd have to tell you because the person wouldn't come. Right. I was going to say the the correct course of action is that the best friend, now former best friend, right. can't come to the wedding. That's too much for everyone. Oh. Like that's that's off the table. We can't have what that. What the hell is he doing? We can't have that. 10 years they've been friends for? Right. And therefore, because you can't just have this person not show up, you do need to bring it up to the fiance. Sure. Especially because like, she's freaking out about it. That's right, really right. hard. That's, that's going to happen. We already know that's going to happen. Go so what is happening next? In a perfect world? Yeah. Nothing. The best friend needs to <laughs> needs to leave her alone, let her get married, go off. Because the thing she said about all this time, and who knows how long all the time has been, he's just been waiting for her to see the light. Like, he right. wasn't... If I were in her shoes, mm -hmm. it would feel like he was never truly my friend. A thousand percent. And that would be so hard. But also, like, if this person is such a good friend, how do you not know this already? How do you not see the yeah. signs already? Yeah. I don't understand that part of it. So because of that, mm -hmm. there has to be an inkling that she likes him, right? What? I know. You think so? Well, I'm really reaching. Yeah. I'm really okay. reaching. Because, right, there's, there's no way. There's but no way. You're holding on to somebody for 10 years, and they're doing such a good job of not showing any of their right like i need to talk to this lady <laughs> sure, have, sure. Have, has, has your best friend not dated anybody in 10 years mm. have they gone around with a bunch of other people they couldn't have liked you for the entire 10 years because they're probably with somebody sure. every time they're not with somebody do they kind of pull a little closer to you yeah. do you have to like have a talk have you had any talks with them ever yeah anything two days before the wedding right i know the cinematic moment you were going for dude <laughs> i get it that's very misleading, all the movies and television you've consumed. Wait, wait, wait. Is it something bonkers? Like the fiance is like, oh, he paid me to try to make him look better, but you accidentally fell in love with me and it was never supposed to get this far. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm so I'm swinging big on both of these. I'll write the script. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Update. My husband. I love oh, calling that right now. Nice. You don't know who the husband is. Oh, uh, don't you? Everyone calm down. Everyone okay. calm down. Just keep going. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm so happy I'm able to say that now. We got back from our honeymoon yesterday and I turned my phone and opened the Reddit app and it was still signed into this account. So I had an oh yeah moment and figured I should post an update. Okay. So a lot of people here really helped validate the icky mess of feelings I was feeling. Thank you for that. Posting here really helped put my thoughts in, into words. So that night, my fiance got home from his brother's. I let him sit down and showed him the text. He read it and I watched his eyes get bigger and his expression get angrier. Of course, I started apologizing like an idiot and he told me you have nothing to apologize for or anything. Good man. We talked and he told me he figured the guy had a crush but kept it respectful. Right. Okay. Right. That's kind of what you were saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And really, he had. We were close, but beyond a side hug during greetings and goodbyes, there was no physicality. Mm -hmm. I even let him read our past messages just to see that there was no emotional affair or me leading him on. Mm. I never even vented about my fiance when we would have arguments because I knew better than to do that. I talked to my mom. Laugh out loud. Mm, that's kind of uh, what you're saying about. I, I don't she, think they're friends. She, I don't think they're best friends. I don't think she knows what a best friend is. Okay, anyways, everyone calm down. She's her best guy friend. Right, right, right. 
So my fiance asked me what I wanted to do. And I said that while it saddened me, I didn't want him at our wedding. I was afraid that he would try to do some nonsense. We typed up a very brief message. It said, friend, I'm sorry that you mistook my friendship for something more. The wedding is going to happen and it's best if you didn't attend. To be clear, I let fiance read the message and he stands by my decision to uninvite you. We wanted to make it clear that it was me that wanted him not to come, not just my fiance. Knowing him, he probably claimed that my fiance forced him to uninvite him and something mm-hmm. like that. Knowing him, he would think that? Okay. <laughs> I don't... What? Oh my God, there was many red flags before this moment. He read the message and left it on red for a while. I honestly started getting pretty anxious over it, and my fiance asked if I wanted to block him. Part of me wanted to, and part of me wanted to hear him out. And when he finally responded, the text was so long that I had to click on it to read it. It was horrible. He called me a liar for leading him on over a decade. He hoped my fiance left me and that I was infertile. Whoa. It was just horrible thing after horrible thing. And I started to cry. Fiance took my phone into the other room and I sobbed. I think he called him, but I'm not sure. What I do know is that after an hour, he came back in, handed me my phone back and told me my friend was blocked on everything and would not be attending. And the best man and maid of honor knew the situation and would handle it for me. Oh, wow. It was like a weight was lifted off my shoulders, honestly. After reading the message, I really wasn't so sad that my friend wouldn't be attending anymore. And our wedding effing rocked. We had the time of our lives surrounded by people who loved us and we loved them and still felt like a dream, to be honest. And if the friend tried to show up, I never heard anything of it. I guess that's the update. It's not nearly as dramatic or as crazy as what people were hoping for, I feel like, but I'm happy. Okay, that's the conclusion that I was expecting. 48 hours before my wedding, Mm -hmm. if my best friends were not there, Mm -hmm. I would not have a good wedding. No, you... I would be losing. I'm thinking about it right now and I'm losing it. I'm in a bad space right in this moment thinking about it. That's not her best friend. I mean, this went from a very inappropriate and poorly timed text message expression of love to calling her all kinds of horrible things and wishing ill upon her. I feel like that break would have been painful painful as that would have been. Yes, 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 yes. yes, It would have been a little bit cleaner yeah. of a cut. And, and the, the title is Best Guy Friend. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm just going to throw this out there real quick. You have very high standards of friendship. Yeah. And I love that about you. Okay. You don't hardly call anybody best friends because that is not a term you use loosely. Sure. And I think maybe some people might not have the same standards. And therefore, (laughs) I'm sure that was her best guy friend. I'm sure sure it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. But as much as I don't want to victim blame... She obviously did not know him the way that you know your best friend. Right. So. Right. Yeah. 10 years. But like now, now I want to talk to this guy. I'm like, yeah. hey, buddy, first off, what you did was horrible, but don't be around her. She doesn't care about you like, at all. <laughs> three years of watching her date and engage and then eventually marry this right. new dude. Like, you should have threw in the towel two and a half years ago, dude. <laughs> Jeez. Story number three. Ugh. These are crazy, bonkers relationship stories. <laughs> every every story of interpersonal connection is a relationship story, but this isn't uh-huh. a relationship story in the thing that in the way that you think. Story three: Am I the a hole for being late when I was previously someone who was chronically late? <laughs> oh my goodness! This hits <laughs> this, home this was, in a this special way. Make you mad way more <laughs> yeah, than yeah, me. Yeah. Hi, everybody. 
I would like some judgment on this because I've been getting some serious backlash from my friends, but personally don't see the real issue. Last week, I was invited to brunch with some of my close friends. We met up quite regularly, so this wasn't anything special or uncommon. Now, I'm going to be honest. I used to be someone who was chronically late for everything, like 20, 30 minutes, and I just couldn't seem to manage my life enough to be on time. However, I've seriously taken the time to change. Life planners, reminders, and all overall awareness of time and stuff has helped me a lot. Oh, okay. I like that. All right. Yes. In the past two or so years, I've never been late to anything if there wasn't a genuine reason train getting delayed or or something like that now all my precautions have failed me last week and i found myself running late not terribly so big maybe like 10 minutes behind schedule i let the others know via text that i'll be late and they can start ordering drinks already and they don't have to wait for me that's really nice that's thoughtful i thought everything was dealt with i hurried up and got to the place about 15 minutes late in total i was already ready to apologize and sit down at the table but as soon as i sat down, everyone got up and left me there. They told me that if they weren't worth my time, I wasn't worth theirs, and they left me at the restaurant altogether. Whoa. I later saw on Insta that they all went out to eat somewhere else. (laughs) Now, I would have understood that if it was in my late era. I thought that it was clear that I've changed my ways and wasn't just late because I could. My friends are late sometimes too, so I don't see the reason on them being always on time. Judgment not the asshole question mark uh i mean unless this dude is lying to us and missing some major piece of the story like the thing that he did that makes it way okay for me is that he sent a text in advance and was like hey y'all i'm running late well hold 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 hold, pump the brakes a little bit okay i've got a lot of chronically late (laughs) friends (laughs) they always do that they always tell me that they're being late they're just always late so you know thank you for the heads up i knew it already it was gonna happen (laughs) oh man more than 50 percent of my late friends don't think they're late friends you make it sound like they've passed away (laughs) (laughs) really my late friend. Oh. <laughs> Your chronically late friends. My chronically late friends. Okay. Oh, they don't they're not self-aware about They're it. not self-aware about their late about their tardiness. Got it. And this person probably wasn't either until they were. That doesn't mean that they've gotten better. They just yeah. they're just better than they were before in my head. Yeah. Sometimes I point it out to them and they're like, "Oh, yeah, this time." Like, "Yeah, and last time." Oh, those two times. And then the time before that, <laughs> I don't know. I've been I've been on time most of the time. You're, you're cursed with an incredible memory. So, like, you remember all the times that everybody was just a little bit late. Right. And those 15 minutes have added up to hours of your life. So, that, I mean, that's where I see it right now. Sure. They're like, you're late all the time. There's no way. Do you feel like this being the last straw was fair? Does it require some kind of warning? Like, Todd. I swear, if you're late one more effing time. <laughs> right. Did he apologize, apologize? He said he was going to, but he walked in and everybody ditched him. Right. Like, how long do you have to wait for this apology? Just the just a quick text like, oh, yeah, I'm running a few. Have drinks without me. No big deal. I'm just always late. I think it's a little bit better. I mean, better, I don't think is the right word. But the fact that, like, it's not one singular person sitting by themselves waiting. Like, it's a group of people that's like, carry on. Continue right. your 
evening. That, you're totally right fine. about that. They have each other, so what's yeah. the big deal? But they all must be a very tight-knit group that have been hurt equally by him <laughs> right. or something like that or whatever. Is the update going to be like, oops, guys, I, I said that I was chronically late, but I meant drunk. And <laughs> I was drunk for a really long time, then I got it together, and then I showed up just a little bit drunk and everybody left. Like... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> These are hot takes. <laughs> the hottest updates. Update. Hello, everyone. I like how he says that. Hello, everyone. It's very nice. Hi. What's very going disarming. on? A few days ago, I posted about a situation where I was late to brunch with my friends. Someone sent me a message asking for an update, so I thought I'd just post it publicly. Like, yeah, sure. let's tell everybody my business. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's how it started. Right. So. <laughs> Now, first of all, thank you so much for everyone's feedback. I was ultimately called uh, not the a-hole, but I'm truly happy for everyone's judgment. The yes, the a-hole as well. Okay. Yeah. You know, thanks for everyone's comments. <laughs> I like how he uses the word judgment. <laughs> like very explicitly, like we're not looking for feedback or help, like just straight up top of the mountain looking down judgment from strangers on the internet. Reading through all the comments was basically impossible. However, there were some prominent ones. Due to so many recommendations, I now have appointments for an ADHD diagnosis, which I'm really happy about. Yeah. I also used many comments as tips on how to go ahead of my schedule even more just in case I run late. Thanks so much for that. However, Long story short, here's how the situation turned out in the end. Brunch with my friends usually start at 11 a.m. I arrived at 11.15, so I'm 15 minutes late. However, mm -hmm. one of my friends had an appointment at 1 o'clock, which led to the brunch being pulled forward for an hour, now starting at 10 a.m. Now, here's where it gets a little confusing. Usually, these things are simply posted on a group chat in advance. Everyone reads it and is all good. Mm -hmm. Now, the 10 a.m. brunch was planned at the brunch for the week beforehand, which which I didn't attend due to an appointment. Now I was meeting up with one of them a day later and they were supposed to tell me about it. However, hanging out, they simply forgot about it. No problem. Happens to everyone. Okay. So I arrive at the 10 a.m. brunch at 11.15 and they called a little behind schedule, which made them angry and it seemed like I was really ignorant. That explains the huge reaction, to be honest. Now we all had a talk after a few days and it took about five minutes of confused discussion to realize that they didn't tell me. They started apologizing profusely and immediately. To sum it up, we're all good okay. now. It was a misunderstanding and that happens. Next brunch is fully on them laugh out loud <laughs> thanks for everyone's judgment <laughs> again hope this update helps everyone understand the situation isn't too confusing it was confusing to write by the way Oh, the, look, look here. Yeah. I was never a prominent Facebook user. Sure. So anybody who invited me to something via a Facebook invite never saw it. Never, ever. Never heard of that party. That's right. Don't know it. I'm not saying that everyone needs to accommodate me. Sure. I'm just saying that if you genuinely want me at your event, <laughs> you're going to have to reach oh, out to me. Yeah, like I just. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Especially any kind of bigger group, you need to, oh, you need to do some hand holding right. to make sure everyone. Everyone has the message. And there's already a group chat and you guys just didn't. No, they, he said there was somebody that was going to meet with him the next day or the day before no. and they were supposed to do something and he didn't actually see but them. But even at 1030, no one was like... Todd, where the heck right, are you? Right, right. That was that and was. Todd there. would have been like, "What are you talking about? I'm on my way. I promise." Right. Oh, that that's them holding the grudge a little bit. A little that's bit. That's totally the grudge. A little bit. Look at 
Look at, we're going to call him Todd. I like that a lot. Oh, sure. Look at Todd now. He's not just <laughs> doing right by them, but he's yeah. also going to like ADHD counseling just in case. Yeah. That actually sounds like that might be a necessity in totally. a general sort of way. So good good on you, Todd, for helping But, helping but on the side, really, really quick, uh-huh. somebody had a one o'clock appointment, so they had to move it on to 10, but they didn't like eat or do anything for like an hour and 15 minutes until he showed up. And then they went and ate somewhere else and they still ate at the <laughs> 11 o'clock time. <laughs> That's wild. They just went to Mickey D's for brunch. Also, like, Todd, good on you for not, like, burning those bridges immediately, having everyone walk out on you and not- You guys thought I was a failure, but I'm not- Think you're better than me? Think you're better? Like you're never 15 minutes late, Emily? Get out of my face. Todd. That would have been me. Todd. <laughs> if I was Todd, I would have lost my GD mind on everybody. Thank you for listening to those stories. That was great. That was good. I yeah. like those. Before we get to the pop quiz question, please go to my Patreon page, The Cookie Crew. Cookie, Cookie Crew. Crew. For extras on this podcast and many other sneak peeks into my music, go to Lexi Music, A L E X I M U Z I C. Sign up for my email list so we can chat. I'd love to hear your recommendations for jingles and songs and what to watch next. And guys, more recently, I'm on TikTok Live a whole lot. If you want to hear me sing, you could go on Spotify or you could hear me in real time. On TikTok. On TikTok. That's awesome. It's so fun. Which is also Alexi music. But I've been doing it for like four or five weeks. It's been a lot of fun. Check it out. Check it out and hang out. Bob, are you ready for your pop quiz question? Oh, I'm not. Okay, hold on, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) No, I am. Pop quiz me. Pop quiz me. Okay. (laughs) I really like this one. Oh. Thank you, ChatGPT. Stop. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Here we go. It's just a would you rather. It's just a sweet, oh, sweet, would you rather. Would you rather give in to the robot overlords or would you rather? Don't don't you dare. I just listened to a TikTok. They're learning. This is what I'm bleeping talking about. Google has one that that learned on its own. They didn't ask it to. I'm not. I learned Bangladesh, the the language. You. It's crazy. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. You're not helping. It's not my fault. You're not helping. Anyway, this other robot said, "Would you? <laughs> would you?" I feel, I feel like I feel like you're like the multi-global mega corporation that's polluting the world, and I'm like trying to, trying to ride my bicycle to work. Like I'm gonna single-handedly like affect climate change, and you're like, "No, no, you're no!" Doing a great job, Bob. <laughs> From my like desk. Yeah. Right. Would you rather, Bob, have okay. the ability to fly, but only at a snail's pace, Ooh. or have superhuman strength, but only while you're underwater. Oh, strength underwater. No problem. Wait, first off, that's a great question. First Mm -mm. off, that's a great question. Not even worried about it. What do you, what do you mean? Okay. So I've often, I've often thought about the, what if I could fly? Like, sure. That's fine. Lexi, I can run. I don't. Right. I don't run. Right. If I had wings, yeah. it would be just as much physical effort as running. I'm going to I'm going to say this to you right okay. now. I'm going <laughs> to okay. I'm going to give this to you okay. so we could so we could switch it up. You okay. keep on you keep on saying this and you're preemptively saying it and no one told you, uh-huh. but it doesn't take any work to fly. Just get like superhuman strength also doesn't take any work. Oh. All right. Well, so I'm going to take that yeah, one out. You sweeten the pot. Here's something that I want. 
Okay. I'm not going to say it's robots exactly, but I've been waiting for oh the self for the self propelled car, oh, and here's yeah. why. Okay. Um, we love to travel. Totally. If you want to travel far away, you need a lot mm-hmm. of time to go and do that. So you know, you pack the car, you get it ready, you drive through the night, but then you got to sleep in the daytime. Now your weekend is halfway spent if you leave on a Friday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or thank you, self propelled car. You pack everything in, you go in the car, you take the sleep. And then you wake up at a Holiday Inn. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah that yeah, sounds yeah. great, right? Okay. And then you're you're having a full weekend of doing stuff, mm-hmm. and you could probably like sleep and then wake up on Monday morning and still get yourself to work pretty decently. And now you had like two very relaxing days <laughs> somewhere else, like in Colorado. Right. I don't know. Can I mean, you do a Colorado in a night. You're basically talking about like high speed rail system, but I hear you. <laughs> You yeah, tra- but it's, but it's from your house. It's a train from your <laughs> okay. house. Okay, fair enough. Touche. Ouch. Ouch, taking my dreams and just throwing them down. I'm saying your dreams are here. <laughs> <laughs> In some parts of the world, you can live that dream. So anyway. snail's pace kind of blows. So what if like <laughs> you took a nap and you flew to the thing while you're sleeping? What? You can't. Well, I guess there is sleepwalking. I was about to be How like, How long you it would it take a snail to get to Colorado? <laughs> His whole freaking life. There's this like dude in pajamas just like sleeping through the air. Like really duct, duct tape his suitcases around his midsection. Yeah. It's not great. So like long distances, I think your dreams are going to be dashed. But like to jump from like sky or to fly from skyscraper oh, to skyscraper. Yeah. Like, okay, now that's... That's feasible. You know, it's going to take you about three minutes. But This is a lazy person's dream, by the way. Right? <laughs> yeah, they're on the couch so. and they need something for the refrigerator, but totally. they don't want to get up. And they're watching it on their phone anyway. Yeah. They're like, oh, this will take a while, but who cares? This yeah. will be great. I mean. What are you doing with your superhuman strength in the water? I'm like lifting like cars and sunken ships out of the water. What, Wait well, a minute. I can't really hold my breath for that long. Huh. Okay. Like, forget about what, what is it what, called when what, you go up too fast? You get go, the bends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you might get the bends. You have superhuman strength, but you but only while underwater. Like, wait, can your hands have superhuman strength? They're just underwater. <gasps> that would be cool. Also, I guess I could just like figure out how to wear uh, an oxygen tank. Then I would be un. Stoppable underwater. Again, you could get the bends. You get your oxygen could break. You know, bad things can really happen. Blah blah blah. I hear blah. you, but I like so you what you're really saying. I like what you're saying about like washing the dishes and just like <laughs> snap it in half. <laughs> like whoa. <laughs> I thought you were going to say washing the dishes quickly, which is also like a lowbrow thing. You just want to snap it in half. Strength and speed aren't the same. Oh, if you're super strong, that doesn't mean you're fast. Okay. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So you're just like bending like really heavy bars <laughs> underwater for no good reason. So. You're oh oh oh. Now you always try to think about how to monetize the situation a little bit. At least I do. <laughs> like you could literally take coal and start to squeeze it <gasps> and make, make diamonds. Diamond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty that's cool. Awesome. That's awesome. Okay, well cool. then I want to stick with that one. And if maybe you you have superhuman strength, but that doesn't mean that you're like the strong yestest person in the world or whatever. Yeah. At least you could take like ashes from the the from deceased, deceased and squeeze it together and turn it into a gem, <laughs> like you want to do for us. Oh, right. I love it. <laughs>
Okay, I'm, I'm, you know what? You almost sold me. You almost sold me on the snail flying, but I'm going to stick with underwater strength. Hey, Bob, thanks for being on the show. <laughs> Stop on talking to robots here <laughs> on non-robot ear bender. Uh-huh. <laughs>